to the Splash Assess Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley, and today we are here to recap the Jeff Lewis live show for the week of November 13th to the 17th. Um, but first, before we get into everything, because I know I took a week off from recapping Jeff Lewis. If you listen to Pete and Sebastian's show, if you don't, you should. If you do, you should listen to Splash's ass as well. Okay, the recap. But um, yeah, I, I needed a break from Jeff. And this was before BravoCon because I knew that there was just going to be a lot of all that shababbles going on, you know? And so, um, yeah, we just came up with the word shababbles. Do I love it? Not really, but it's too late to go back now. And so with a lot of things, like I just want to be upfront and it's actually a little, I, I just don't know how I feel right now about Jeff Lewis. Like if I, I, I don't, I'm glad I rebranded my podcast to the after show for any show instead of just his after show because yeah I'm just a little disappointed right now to be honest to be honest so if you don't listen to Juicy Scoop on YouTube or wherever I just mean not the version that Heather McDonald puts up that you have to pay for which you should if you I highly suggest signing up for all of her stuff whatever I just got my um Sirius XM bill and Ew, what the fuck? I think I might cancel that shit and just, you know, do the old system where if they give you like a three month trial, you just use every single email system and your or email system, every single email address in your book and create new accounts every three months and boom, you got free Sirius XM. <laughs> um, allegedly. Ooh, I didn't but don't do that. That's illegal. Don't ever do that, people. I would never I never done that. So, um, yeah, with Heather McDonald on Juicy Scoop last week and then this week again, she brought some new details to light about the whole earring hoopdala of 2023. So a very, very quick recap. Basically, Krista, Heather, and Jeff were all friends. Uh, at one point, Krista and Jeff were not friends, and she sent him a cease and desist for talking about her on JLL and... At that point, Heather and Krista remained friends. And then when Jeff and Krista reconciled again, there was some overlap where they were all friends. And then the Megan Weaver and Heather McDonald scandal of 2023 happened, which has thankfully been resolved, it sounds like, between Megan and Heather. And definitely not between Heather and Jeff. Because then after all of that... All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Jeff is like, oh, by the way, Heather McDonald could potentially be a felon. Like, she committed a felony, allegedly, and, well, I don't even think he used allegedly. I think he was pretty solid in the way that he was speaking about it. And so basically what happened is Krista lent Heather a pair of earrings, and Heather lost one of the one of the earrings, and it was a hoop, that, hence the hoopdala, um, but um bump and so, ew, when Heather lost one of the earrings, she didn't replace them or anything. And so out of nowhere, a few months later, again, when everything was copacetic between Heather, Chris, and Jeff, out of nowhere, because then all of a sudden Justin Martindale had to had issues with um, Heather. And so then Krista and or, yeah, it just became a huge scandal on JLL when Jeff was like, Heather, you never returned Chris's earrings. And you are a, you committed a felony because they were over $10,000. They were real diamonds worth over $10,000. Now, look, I get they're all in the public eye and all of that, but no matter what, you know that feeling when somebody, when you think like you've done something wrong, it's like the principal's office, but times a million to be called a fucking felon. Like what? You don't just toss that word out. Like you don't say that somebody committed a felony on your fucking radio show unless you're 1 million percent certain. And that was just really fucked up. And so right after that, Heather uh, Krista, Heather was like, look, Krista, I'm so sorry. I did not know that they were real. How much are they? I'll reimburse you right away. And 
Krista was like $3,000, batch. And, but I have no receipt and I have no recollection of anything. And I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Like, she denies everything. I don't know. She did no proof for anything. And so, but Heather got proof this week in the form of an audit or whatever it's called. I don't fucking have nice jewelry where you go into a jeweler, an appraisal, sure. And got the jewelry appraised, uh, one hoop that she had remaining because one of them fell, but she still had one of Krista's borrowed hoop. And so the appraiser was like, uh, this shit is from target. If, and Heather was like, no way. Like, there's no way that they scammed me like this. Like, I know Jeff loves a scam, but I, I would never expect him to run one on such a public platform where I can fucking sue his ass. I mean, uh, Jeff does love a lawsuit apparently. So apparently, so, Heather gets them appraised. And then even furthermore, she finds out from Juicy Scoopers, like they are like, oh my God, those are from Revolve. And here's the exact pair of earrings. So Heather got some mail to her and they are the exact, it's the same thing. So they, it turns out the $10,000 felony that Jeff said Heather committed on public radio that reaches millions of people. It was actually a $43 pair of cubic zirconia i'm just i'm disgusted i'm disgusted so i was disgusted when jeff said the word felon in the you can always check back the records us flashes sassers stay on the right side of history i would like to say and that's why i love you listeners because i know that you guys like to have fun and joke around and whatever but you also like to be in the truth of it all and there's a lot that jeff is always yelling about accountability and he needs this and that. And he's always talking about why he can't let things go because he needs to get to the truth. Take Jen Green, for example. Oh my God, that's so awful. Like as if losing Julian Brandy wasn't bad enough. And like the way that all went down, because again, check the records, as I've said, no matter what happened with Julian Brandy, they were his friends way, way, way longer before this. And for him to have tarnished their reputation, their career reputation, like their professional reputation on his show for weeks. It was so fucked up because no matter what, at the very least, Julian Brandy not only lost their job, which sucks for any of us, especially in that business where it's kind of like freelancing 24 seven, like every job comes as it goes and you got to take them when you, so it sucks to lose a job anyways, but then in such a public way and then to lose friends on top of it, because Jeff is the mob boss and he's got all his uh little gaudy gaudy chumps uh, running around the streets and so I, I forgot what the hitmen are called um I just watched that mob boss documentary on Netflix it was narrated by Peter Dinklage who is the same person who put a stop to the dwarves on or Yes, I can say dwarves, right? Because they, they are dwarves in Snow White. But when they were doing the live action replay, he was like, no, don't hire little people. That's so fucking rude. And all the little people were like, what the fuck, bro? You get so many jobs. We were about to get some too. Like, you just don't want us stealing the spotlight, bitch. And now Peter Dinklage puts out this uh, narrate. So he co-signs on it this documentary on how to be a mob boss and it is the most violent thing I have ever seen it's literally like if you want to be cool and you want to be a leader you gotta shoot every motherfucker in the pack and it's just like what the fuck uh, did Jeff Lewis write the script for you guys no okay so back to the hoop de la of 2023 so with Julian Brandy, like they lost their job, they lost friends, and it all happened so publicly. And then it got dragged on for weeks and months. Like that is awful. And Jeff even said, remember when he was like talking to somebody about it and he was like, well, yeah. Oh, to Heather. It was to fucking Heather McDonald's because Julian Brandy were going to be on her podcast right after she filmed or she recorded with Jeff. And he was like, yeah, you guys can talk about it, but they better be fucking careful about what they say. And it's like, shut the fuck up, bro. You've been talking shit for weeks about it. Like, I cannot. Justice for Julian Brandy. And I love them all. I love Jeff too. But like, you're being Jeffrey to the fucking extreme. Like, you're going Dahmer. You're going full Dahmer. And we're not gonna just sit by and not call shit out. Like, I love you. And I'll call out the good times. But I'm also gonna call out this. And so... 
with Jen Green and being his friend and then also being the Hollywood Houselift producer that he found out eight weeks prior to her firing that she was doing a not so great job, allegedly. And he tried to talk to her about it then, but talked to her once. And then through the eight weeks, he gathered notes and gathered evidence and this and that. And then when it finally came to it, he was like, Jen Green, you're a fucking piece of shit. This is why, this is why you did this. You did that, blah, 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 blah. Again, going to the Grinch where he's sorting mail and he's like, jury duty, jury duty. You get at this. You like, it's just like, holy fucking shit. Shut the fuck up, you little Grinch. Like, okay, great. Jen wasn't doing a great job. Like, she's clear. I'm sure she's going through something. I'm sure it's not the highlight of her career to not be doing well in her profession. So losing again, losing her job is bad enough. Losing some friends in the process already losing, knowing that Jeff is her, her, not, I don't know if Jeff's her boss, but whatever, like Jeff is, she's, if she's losing Hollywood house lift, then she's definitely losing Jeff and some of his, uh, what are they fucking called? The little uh, hooligans, the mob bo- associates. And Jeff, you, I do love you, okay? But I'm just saying, no one's too big to not be responsible or have to be accountable for the shit that they say. And the past month or two months when you've been talking shit, talking, having other people on, also it was so weird that you had Krista and Justin on right after that all happened and then didn't even talk about Heather. Like, it was just, we, and if you're like, yeah, because we have other things to talk about, then why have Krista and Justin on together? Because they're friends. Why is Krista even on? She's never on. So she was obviously on at that point because she was, her name was being brought up all the time because of the earring hoop to love 2023. And yet once you get her on with a mic in front of her, there's no mention of this is your chance. Why else are you? I'm sorry, Krista, but like you're not normally on. So why else were you on but to talk about it? And you guys didn't talk about it because I don't know if you knew that it wasn't real. I, all right. So Heather really thinks that Jeff and Krista and Justin all like conspired against her for months and whatever. And I don't know what kind of evidence she has on that whole thing. My guessing of what happened. I think that Justin had his whole thing with Heather and Justin and Krista are friends. So Krista was like, well, if she's treating you like shit, I also have some dirt that I've been waiting to spill. Like she lost my $40 earring. I don't know. And so to make it when you get like caught up in the moment of like gossiping, whatever she dramatized it and it became an a thousand dollars, thousands of dollars worth of jewels dripping off of Heather's lobes. And so Jeff obviously heard this story, heard the salaciousness dripping from it, bit his little fucking fangs into it. I don't know why. Cause him and Heather were good before this. And all of a sudden he's like, and by the way, bitch, you're a felon. And Heather said on her podcast that she tried to call Jeff and Krista when Jeff first said it on the radio, she was Heather immediately was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And like tried to call and they weren't picking up her calls, but then they would talk shit about her on the radio. So that's fucked up. If she tried to privately deal with it and you just kept dragging her publicly and ignoring her privately, that's fucking weird. So I think after the episode where Jeff was like, Heather's committed a felony against Krista and all this stuff. I think maybe Krista realized at some point after that, that the earring actually was fake and she was like, shit, I'm too deep in it now. I've already cashed Heather's check and I'm j- I'm too deep. In- like, I'm just going to keep rolling with this lie and hopefully Heather doesn't sleuth around. But do they know who they're fucking talking to? All right. She's the scoop sleuth. Come on. There's for a reason. She gets all the juice and we love her for that. And so... Um, yeah, I'm just saying that Jeff fucking owes Heather an apology because if you're going to talk about all this publicly, then you also need to apologize publicly as well. And you also should apologize to Brandy and Julie for dragging their professional reputations. You should also apologize to Jen Green for dragging her professional reputation because guess what, Jeff? It's not fucking cute to lose friends and alienate people. I know we like to joke about it and stuff, but it's really not. And I might be taking it a little too personally right now because as I mentioned on my last podcast. Um, yeah, I had a friend of not five, not 10, not 15, not 20, but over fucking 25 years decide they didn't want to be my friend anymore a couple years ago. And I'm only 32 by the way. Okay. And I just turned 32. We met very young. Um, ew, I'm like in the womb. No. And so 
she, she something amazing is happening in her life. And I, she didn't share. She doesn't want me to know. She doesn't care if I know, you know, like uh, there's no part of her that wants me to say congratulations. And all I want to do is be like, I'm so fucking happy for you, but she don't give a fuck. Cause she don't fuck with me anymore. And I didn't really, I don't think I did anything to deserve ending a 25 plus year friendship. So I know Jeff has been on a rant lately about, don't fuck with people who fuck with people that don't fuck with you, which basically means that all of your friends can only be your friends and they can't be anybody else's friends, which is an awful, awful logic to run off of in your life. And it's only going to lead you to loneliness, misery, into the depths of Chateau Lewis. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm going to change that, Jeff. I really think you got to switch your attitude and shed that. I know you're in shedding season, so shed that fucking logic because that's not going to work. What you need to do is value people who value relationships. Okay. That's my new fucking motto. Value people who value relationships, because I think it's awful to like truly think somebody's your friend and you dedicate your time and your care and your mental capacity to them. And like, just in so many ways or physical, like you're there for them in so many different ways. And then for people to just be able to flip a switch and then be like, bye, fucking hate you now. It's like, what the fuck? Like, and I know people could listen to me and in my life that I've been friends and be like, you did that to me. Like after a decade, we are no longer friends, whatever. So I'm not not saying you have to stay friends with everyone, but like if anybody reached out to me at any point, I would still be so nice and like cordial and I would never drag them on more than necessary. You know, like for Jeff to have reconciled with Heather McDonald's, then all of a sudden fallen for the bait of Chris's story and ran off with it because he thought he had the juiciest scoop of all. Like, again, no matter what, even if Krista was like, look, Jeff, like Heather had my ear, has my earrings and she won't give them back. Instead of blabbing it on the radio, why don't you call Heather right there and be like, Hey, I'm with Krista. She said, give her back her fucking earrings. And Heather would be like, I don't have them, but I'll give you $43 to go on revolve later. And so just, I'm saying that for Jeff to preach accountability and everything. And then for this whole week to stay mum about the fact that he might've had a giant fucking screw up and I not might have like Heather actually did the research and has her evidence and proof. So like at this point, Jeff did fuck up and he did slander her name. He, he completely ran with a salacious story that turned out to not be true in the end. And that had so much damaging effects to people. So yeah, you owe Heather a private apology, a public apology. I, I, it's just like, it's just so lame, especially after Jeff was just on his high fucking horse with Jen green being like, you have to be accountable. Blah, blah. And then you're just running off, just like defaming people. Like that's not fucking cool. All right. I don't, I don't fuck with that. So I guess I don't fuck with you according to your logic. Cause and you don't fuck with me because I don't fuck with you. So, but I still love you because I do think that you value relationships, but you're really not choosing to do so lately. And it's really sad to watch and I hope things change. All right. So, um, love to Julie, Brandy, Jen, and Heather and, um, everybody else that has been on Jeff Lewis live, everybody else that has been affected by Jeff Lewis live. Okay, so let's move on to a quick recap. I did not mean to go on for that long, but I really have been like so disturbed by it all because it's just like, if you have this, I'm going to get back into it, but you have a huge public platform. You were irresponsible with it, Jeff. And now you have a serious damage control you have to do. And maybe to be fair, he's not saying anything because there is an actual lawsuit in the making, but I don't know. I think I, I, there should be accountability. So however you guys handle that, I wish you all the best. Okay. Moving on to the Monday episode, we had Nikki Haskell and Josh Fleck. All right. Talking about accountability, Nikki Haskell, that name, not Nikki. We're going to stick with Haskell right now, okay? The focus is on Haskell. It has been in the headlines all week. And yet again, we have somebody on JLL and there's no, we don't bring up the main topic that we want to talk about. Like, was Nikki relatives of, the, all right, if, sorry, if you don't know what I'm talking about, a top Hollywood agent or realtor, he, his son ended up allegedly murdering his wife and his wife's parents. 
his in-laws. So, um, yeah, horror in the hills. And the alleged murderer is Sam Haskell. The same last name as Nikki. So, obviously, if it's a Haskell living in Los Angeles, they, they're, is there no relation? There must be. There must. So, I have fucking questions, all right? Um, okay, so Josh Flagg, he's assigning off all of his prized possessions in while he's alive so that if he passes... Everything is just locked and loaded. This goes to back to the Grinch sorting. This goes to that charity. This goes to this is the Tracy Tudor. She gets the listings. Denise Richards gets the dogs. Andy Cohen gets his twinks. <clears throat> Sorry, but I meant the Twinkies in the cabinet that are probably they're left over and they're probably still delicious. The cream is just as fresh <laughs> as the seventies. All right, so um. My concern is, right, so Josh is telling us this because he let Nikki know that she gets one of his cars if he passes before her. I don't think the odds are looking great for that. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nikki's like in her late 40s, right? Okay. I'm so polite. Um, Yeah. So I'm not saying that Nikki's going to kill you, Josh, just to get the car. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is that whoever Nikki's heir is, like, say she has a grandson, right? And he knows that he's going to get all of her prized possessions. And he now knows that if you die, then Nikki gets the car. And then if she dies, he gets the car. So now, boom, there goes Flag. Boom, there goes Haskell. Now we got more Haskell murders up in the newspapers. Ew, why would I ever, I'm sorry, should I edit that out? Why would I ever wish that? I didn't wish it. I don't, I'm just saying, be careful about saying what's going to happen to your stuff after you pass because the heirs of the people, like what if Tracy Tudor, isn't her daughter going into real estate now? Okay. So what if she wants to get a move on, on her real estate career? <laughs> get those listings a little early. <laughs> hey, uncle Josh, can you come over for a minute? <laughs> Come smell this chloroform. What? Um, okay, I wish everybody a long and happy, healthy life. Okay, so then they were talking about couples posting on Insta about each other. And Nikki was like, look, I don't mind if people are gushy, okay? There's enough hate going on in this world. Kids are shooting each other. People are decapitating their families. <gasps> I was like, what? What kind of families do you know, ma'am? Like, <laughs> I guess the Haskells. I guess that's exactly what she was. <laughs> this is so twisted. Oh my God. Guys, we just got off of the Friday episode listening to that where they were um, making some fun about the person who unalived themselves at Disney. So I think the dark humor is just alive and well in me right now. <laughs> I'm just going to blame somebody else for my problems. Like <clears throat> somebody else I've learned from. Okay, so... Um, I also do think that gushy is becoming one of the top 10, one of the top five words used on JLL. We know that chump is forever number one, but also, yeah, it was just alarming the way that Nikki, it just escalated right to like decap decapitation. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Okay. So then they talk about Nikki Haskell's talk show that she hosted back in the day. Her favorite interview was a dictator and she said she loves dictators. I love them minus the taters. I love a tater if it has a tot with it. And I love a dick, but not together. A dick tot. Dictator tot. Um, okay, so I was just, just like, oh, of course Nikki loves Jeff Lewis if she loves dictators. That's all I'm going to say on that one. <laughs> Moving on to the Tuesday episode. We had Tom Arnold and Doug Bjorden. I do think that because there's also some tension going on with Megan and Jeff, just in the sense that not that Megan's starting to shed Jeff, but just, you know, they're coming to realize that they are forced to like agree with him so much. I feel like, like honestly, Jeff, and I know you try not to do this because he'll like pretend that they have a choice in their own opinion, but then he'll be like, right, right. Don't you agree? Right. Right. Aren't I right? I'm fucking right. 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 I'm like, if you want to be right, then talk to a mirror, you know, like then you'll always be right. <laughs> I'm sure he already does. Um, Love you, Jeff. And so, but yeah, I think maybe you need a new therapist to be, I'm sorry, but that's what I like. It's you're too old for this shit. It's like, um, I 
It's like Shannon with a drinking, you know, like if you get a DUI when you're in your teens, it's not like it's any better, but it's also like you still have a lot of learning to do when you're doing this shit in your 50s, 60s, seven, who's is someone in their 70s? I don't know. Then it's not okay. It's not cute. It's not cute to come on live radio, Jeff, with zero facts that were actually proven, like, and say that they committed a felony. Like that's, that must've been I can just imagine that feeling for Heather and I amplify it by a million because it's in the public spotlight. Like it's just awful. Have I mentioned that Jeff? I think your behavior has been awful. Okay. And honestly, if it's to this point and at this age and everything, how about some anti-anxiety medication? And I'm coming from somebody, I didn't want to go on it for so long, even though most therapists immediately recommended it to me. And I wonder why, I wonder why. Um, and so I guess I just didn't want to do it for a while because of the stigma of like being on the medication. I don't even like taking taking Tylenol. Like I like my one plant of choice and that is all Miss Mary Jane. So um, yeah, but with the medication, like what made me decide to take it, Jeff, is that I realized like the only thing worse than the stigma against or like the fear of all of that was the fear of never changing the fear of not knowing what it's like to not have this anxiety to not like physically have the in my chat and all tightened and like just everything. And I can just say on the other side of it, I feel a trillion times better. Okay, so not it's not for everybody and it's of whatever but i'm just saying i would i i think that's a next step to i'm just being on and you don't have to take it forever but just to like regulate for a little okay just chill um and so i do think like doug buden specifically i've just noticed in the past couple times he's on he definitely does stand up a little more his chest is a little puffed out more i bet his boobs are bigger than mine but again so are jeff's and so are most men's <laughs> Okay, so my all right, I'm I was about to get into my nipples. Just because Kim Kardashian now has a bra for her skims line that has like these hard nipples built in, and it's so annoying when your body type that people have made fun of you when you were younger for then becomes a fucking trend and everyone wants in on it. No, bitch, these are my nipples and they're always hard like that. Like I can literally wear a sweatshirt and you can see my nipples through it, and I kind of fucking love it. All right, so power to the nip. Um, yeah. So Tom Arnold, he gets his nails painted because his daughter wants him to. And Jeff gets his face painted because Monroe wants him to. And Doug was, <laughs> Doug was like, yeah, one time, Jeff, your face paint, it made you look like Carrot Top. And <laughs> this is so random, but like, <laughs> growing up, I always thought that Sean White and Carrot Top we're the same person. We're the same person. Sean White, the professional snowboarder, also a ginger, <laughs> was Carrot Top, the famous actor with the bright, bright bush flaming from his head. Oh, <laughs> I truly just thought that it was Sean White, like in his like act, like that was his character form, like that he he played a character of Carrot Top, and <laughs> imagine my mind blown into smithereens when that found out not to be true. Okay, so Tom Arnold is still running a spy lab in his house. What the fuck? He has 24-7 recording, cameras everywhere. His kids are just being monitored all the time. Big brother, who? It's Big Papa. Big Papa in Tom Arnold's house. Honestly, he would just be the perfect producer for a hidden camera show. That's all. Like, if anybody has a hidden camera idea, Tom Arnold is your guy. Go to him. He's got this on lock. Okay, so then Doug reads a news article about um, some non-English speaking parents who named their kid Seaman. <clears throat> to be fair, it might have been Simon. Simon, you know, the pronunciation just might not be there. Simon. Um, but I also did know a family who they did one of those like exchange uh, high school student exchange things. I don't know if they still do that nowadays. I feel like it's our world is too creepy to handle it. But back in the day, um, this guy from like Romania came to stay at our friends and his name was Seamus. Seamus. And I have a slip of the tongue all the fucking time. Like clearly I get tongue twisted and all that because my mind's just racing like a goddamn hamster whale. And so 
I th- I'm I'm ninety percent sure I called him semen ninety percent of the time semen. So so honestly, I think it's very European. It's very so it's beautiful. And also Kylie Jenner. Why am I talking about the Kardashians so much? I don't like it. I need to like uh, sage my life out for many a reasons. And Jeff, I'll send you some as well. Splash ass sage coming soon to the merch shop. <laughs> um. So Kylie Jenner, she named her son Air, which. In like Arabic or Middle Eastern, uh, Middle Eastern language, it means um, like something royalty, but it also in slang means penis, penis. So if Kylie Jenner's naming her kid after a penis, then I think somebody coming with semen, semen's a great name. Why not? Let's, I can't wait until we meet Volva. <laughs> Volva. That is actually a beautiful name. I truly hope that somebody is named Vulva in this world. And if not, that's my next kitten. And by the way, I still stick with my fact that I think Kylie Jenner should have named her son or have another one and name your next kid Knight. Knight. Are you kidding me with a K? With a K? Are you joking? K-N-I-G-H-T. That is original. It's cool. It keeps the K tradition alive. And then you have Storm Air Knight. Are you fucking joking me? You're welcome. You're welcome. Kylie Jenner, you can buy a fucking t-shirt from my merch shop, okay? That's not out of your budget. Free shipping over $35. Okay, so Jeff wants to get a fake tree for Christmas, for the holiday season. And I'm pretty sure by this point he already ordered it and it's, it's in route. My trick is, and he might already be doing this, but always be sure to get a air freshener with pine needle scent, like the pie, Christmas pine scent. If you get a fake tree, it smells so fucking good. It's, even if you get a real tree, just overload on the pine. Tis the season. Tis the season. Um, I was watching Below Deck earlier this week, and when they were cleaning the cabins, they had this Cottonelle spray. I, I can't help but notice the random shit. And so they were making the beds and then spraying it with Cottonelle spray. And, ew, I'm like, Cottonelle? Cottonelle spray turned into great. Mind you, mind you. All I want to say is that I learned from Five Star Hospitality that if things smell clean, like if you smell that fresh linen scent then it's fucking fake, bitch. That just means that they use shit like Cottonelle, which has so many chemicals and nasty whatever to do the job, take the easy way out instead of actually scrubbing, scrubbing, scrubbing and like washing and doing all that stuff because real clean stuff smells neutral. It smells like zero. It smells like nada, nada, nothing. The same number of times that Jeff has apologized publicly to Heather McDonald after falsely accusing her of committing a felony on air. (laughs) Yeah, so it just blows my mind that on these luxury yachts and all of these five-star experiences, like... I would if I was a guest, I'd be so annoyed if I saw that Cottonelle shit. I'd be like, can we get like at least the Myers, Mrs. Myers, something more a little more natural? Like, I don't want the chemicals of fucking Downey and whatever, like Tide and all that. Like, they care about money. Welcome to America. They don't give a shit about us, okay? Shoka, shoka of the year. And so vinegar, distilled vinegar and water. You can make your own and water, like Teresa's daughters. Um, I don't know why that's just so fun to say. Okay, let's just move along. But you can also, I can never move on from anything. You can also make your own air freshener and do like essential oils. Like that is what I would expect from a luxury yacht because that's what I would do to myself because I want to treat myself like a fucking luxury queen. Like we all fucking should. All right. I hope you do the same and throw away your Cottonelle. It's the same price to make it the same. So don't say I don't have the money. It's the same price. Okay, so on Wednesday's episode, we had Jody Sweeten and Joey Zauzig. Zauzig? Zazu? Joey left his phone in the coffee shop and someone DM'd Jeff to let him know. And they clicked on this person's profile, Insta profile, live on air. And Jeff was like, ew, what the fuck? This must be a bot. There's only 13 followers. And I... I was like, burn. Was that a burn to me? Am I a robot? I have glitched out quite a bit the past couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, like some of us also 
don't have our family and friends follow us and post about us and don't even know, like they don't know what to advertise for us. So because we want to just grow things organically and it doesn't fucking work. So you are plateaued at around 30 something followers or 13. I don't know why I'm getting into too many specifics, but I'm just saying that not everyone's a bot just because they can't get a follower. God didn't have any followers for a while. All right. <laughs> Takes time to get your disciples in order. Um, okay. So then Jameson, I can't even get into the bus story. I don't have time for all this shit. Okay. Moving on to spray tans. Jeff asked the spray tan lady if people spread their cheeks a lot so that they can get into every crevice. And Joey was like, Ew, what the get in your crevices? No, I leave my undies on. I like to see them tan lines. Know where I came from, okay? Know where I've worked to. Started from the bottom, now we orange. Um, no, but he also doesn't like when his dick gets too dark. That was the real issue. <laughs> I guess Joey Zauzig already has a dark dick, so he doesn't want it to be. Uh, too dark. Yeah. Um, but what made me like a light bulb went off in my head when he said that, when he was like, ew, I don't want my dick sprayed. And then I was like, nobody should be having their dick sprayed. Nobody circle back to the chemicals that I was just talking about in the cottonelle in the freshening spray that is used on below deck charters. Okay. Chemicals are, why do you think everybody has all these health issues in America? Okay. It's back to the mighty dollar baby. These businesses want to make money off of us. They advertise. We fall for the advertisements, think the advertisement represents the actual brand, but it doesn't. It represents what the brand wants to do, which is make fuck money and it tricks us and you trust shit like Cottonelle and it's not your fault for trusting it, but they should be teaching a consumer, well, a American consumer 101 class in every single high school in across the country. And I am running for president of 20. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I very much do believe in all of that. So, um, yeah, if I was successful, I, I would use my platform to talk about things like that as well as, dicks getting spray tanned because if I was dating somebody, right? First, I would agree with Jeff and I'd be like, yes, get every crevice. I want to see your body in a glowing in all the glory. Ew, all the glory holes. <laughs> I want to see your glory hole in full glory, babe. Oh, so romantic. And so <laughs> What the fuck? And so then later that night when I'm sucking his dick, if I'm just tasting chemicals and spray tans, all of a sudden I'm going to start spitting way too soon. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, mom. Don't listen to this episode. <laughs> you haven't listened to any, but that's a different story. I'm um, okay. So, but yeah, no, like you're, you're going to taste spray tan gear. You're going to be getting spray tan chemicals all in your mouth. Every time you give somebody a blowjob that got their dick spray tan. Okay. So I'm just saying, think about your partner before being so selfish as to get your entire body spray tanned. Think about where they need to put their tongue, where they need to eat things, where they have their meals on your body. Okay. And skip over those parts, please. Moving on to the Thursday episode, we had Miss Connie Wilson and Justin Martindale, 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 tell that tale. So Toby had diarrhea, dogaria, dogaria. <laughs> I need to go to bed. Um, you know what? Maybe life is giving Jeff karma through his dog, through his dog, Toby. Every time Jeff has diarrhea out of his mouth, Toby has diarrhea out of his ass. That sounds... Because <laughs> Toby has diarrhea a lot, and so does Jeff. Metaphorically, though. Um, so yeah, then we find out that Carney hosted an event for mental health at Disney World. She interviewed Demi Lovato, and that of course led to some subtle shade from Jeffrey, Jeffrey, which was hilarious, Jeffrey, by the way. Sometimes Jeffrey can be hilarious, but I'm never gonna get over. And you wanna know what? You know what's something else I've never gotten over? Is a public apology is needed for La La Kent by Jeff Lewis. Jeff Lewis and Mercedes Javid. Javid, I don't care how zen you are now. I know I was being very nice last time, but I've never forgotten the way you guys, it was Mercedes, La La, and Jeff. This was one of the first Flash Assess podcast recaps ever, and I was livid because 
They basically sat Lala down live on air and tore her to shreds for talking about sex on Vanderpump Rules. And if you actually watch the episodes, it's in the most fun, lighthearted way. Lala's an icon. She's I love Lala. Give us a, we all need more Lala. Except that was the complete opposite message that Mercedes and Jeff said, which again is just a the double standard of a lifetime. Like, Jeff, this is your legacy. This is what your legacy is turning into, being a petty ass bitch who has double standards about everything and loses friends. Like, that's not, and doesn't value, the, like, that's not cute. It's not cute, okay? So I get it. You're working on yourself. We're all whips, work in progress. But again, at this age, I'm thinking something more serious. Like, again, medication is so fucking helpful and will only benefit your life if that is what you need. Maybe consult multiple therapists. But Mercedes and Jeff, they say the most inappropriate things. Mercedes on Shaw's The Sunset, she had her boobs out. She was always grabbing her. She always had talking about her tits and this and that. So shut the fuck up, you guys. Like, you should have never done that to Lala. And I get it. We all make mistakes. Okay, so you guys made a mistake by dragging her to her face live on air. And you need to apologize. Then you need to publicly apologize live on air. Like it's, that's, I hope you did privately, but you also need to publicly acknowledge that you made a mistake. That was wrong. You shouldn't have done that. Like we're not fucking five. You have to admit when you did it wrong. Jeff, you again, need everybody else to admit when they're wrong, but where's yours, babe? Where the fuck is yours? And you want to know why I'm really pissed? You want to know why I'm really pissed? Because at the end of it all, Jeff fucking talks some shit about Harry Potter. Harry Potter? Yeah, I was it, Harry? Fucking, jo- are you joking? You've talked enough shit. Don't ever fucking go for Harry again. If you want to go for Harry with no last name, Harry Prince of Sussex, Harry Prince of Meghan Markle, sure, go for that Harry. You want to go for Harry fucking Potter? Not on this watch, bitch. Not on this watch. And this watch is made of cubic zirconia, not $10,000 jewels. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So moving on to the Friday episode. Wait, I did want to say though, because Carney hosted the event and Demi Lovato, whatever, but Justin Martindale, he didn't even mention this. There were no beep beep out of him, which is fascinating because on Juicy Scoop, when he used to be a regular with Heather McDonald, he loved talking about Demi Lovato. I believe he's the one who coined the phrase Demi Gelato because she had her whole scandal about having an ice cream meltdown where she was triggered by the Froyo shop for having a sign for sugar-free ice cream. But Carney said that um, when she talked to Demi the other day, Demi's gone through a couple overdoses and everything. Demi, we're so happy you're feeling better. But um, she can't see as well. Her eyesight's not as well. And so all I could think of, like, at least the Froyo shops must breathe a sigh of relief when she walks in because now she can't read the sugar-free signs as well. Have another ice cream meltdown. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. This is Jeff rubbing off on me. No, but Jeff, this is the fun shade. The light, it's all in jokes, all right? We can we can joke people, um, but it's when you cross the line and call somebody a felon or drag their professional reputation when they were your friend. No matter what, I'm not cool with that. So there we go. The Friday episode. How do you agree with me, Judge Lauren Lake? What's the what's the verdict in the court? All right, we had Judge Lauren Lake and Zach Noita was... And Shane Douglas was on every episode this week, except for today. But we still mentioned him in the beginning, and we still had him listed on the SiriusXM app that costs an exorbitant amount. What the fuck? Almost more than Patrick and Paul's Armenian coffee cup reading. Wait, guys, we have to talk about this for a second. Okay, so Jeff advertises Paul's coffee grind reading, and... I was, again, trying to be so nice and everything, and I'm kind of sick of it. I'm fucking, why? Why? It, I, I'm not, not going to be nice, but I'm also going to share my own experiences. And I got a reading from Paul, and none of that shit came true. Not one thing came true. Does that mean I think Paul is fake? No, not at all. I just think I'm the exception to every rule. He even said that I had to reach out to like exes whatever I fucking did I fucking did. I it took everything in me I didn't want I did I did and it nothing worked nothing every literally every single thing he said none of it came true and it was all p- amazing things so <laughs> imagine my disappointment to the extreme when it didn't come true <laughs> it's one thing if it was all awful news but 
<laughs> That'd be amazing if it didn't come true. But unfortunately, it was that somebody was in love with me. They wanted to marry me and I was going to earn money the way I'm wanting to and all this and none of it came true. So congratulations to me. Maybe I'm the exception to the rule. But also what I was high, what I didn't tell you guys before, but now I don't give a fuck because they said, Patrick and Paul said on the last time they were on Jeff Lewis Live that their reading was like $100, $108, whatever. So when I booked it, it was, I paid 80 something. I don't know if I used a code or if it was just cheaper back then, a long month ago, <laughs> one whole month ago. <laughs> but um, during my reading, I was talking about the saucer that he sends and the espresso cup, whatever. And I was like, yeah, this is, the cup is so cute. It's totally worth the $80 already just with the cup alone. Just trying to, again, be fucking nice and jokey, lighthearted, you know? And Paul was like, wait, what the, what, that's how much it costs? Like, I had no idea. And Patrick was, so one runs the business and one does the psychic part, but, and, uh, which I totally get, but I don't know if that was like a bit, if he was just joking, pretending to not know the price, or if after that he heard the price and then jacked it up a little bit, which if it's true, if the readings come true for everybody else, I'm very happy for you. Again, I literally tried to do what he told me to do and nothing has worked. <laughs> so I do think, I do still believe in him and I still suggest you guys having your own experience and doing it if you want, but <clears throat> didn't work well for me. And Jeff's haircut almost didn't go well for him because he fell asleep. He fell asleep as it was happening and the barber almost cut off his ear and <laughs> All I could think is no, no, Jeff cannot afford to lose an ear because those listening skills are already subpar enough. Okay. We can't risk it going down any further. Okay. I was also so crazy. I was thinking literally this morning out of nowhere, I was just thinking how Jeff hasn't talked about Gage in a while. <laughs> Cut a few hours later, three hours later. Um, yeah, we find out the gauge update and basically Lauren, Judge Lauren has a great relationship with her ex and Jeff was doing great with Gage until earlier this year when Gage started fucking his other ex, Scott. And I swear to fucking God, if Jeff's newest ex, Stu, becomes a thruple with Gage and Scott, I mean, I think that would officially break the internet. I think that would officially break the Bravo sphere. It would definitely break Jeff Lewis, to say the least. That would, can you e-fucking imagine if the three of them were now together? I mean, I'm sure they'll meet up at a support group either way for those affected by Regina George and her antics. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm a little worried now. Okay, I shouldn't have put that out there. Stu, Stu, don't, don't. I know it's tempting. Don't. You haven't been dragged yet by Jeff. Actually, yes, you have. Oh, the whole funeral thing. I'm so glad I fucking skipped over that week. That was last week. Jeff, that was so unacceptable. That was so gross. Again, this is what you're not getting. Like everything that's happening to these people, Jen losing her job, Julian Brandy losing her job, Heather losing friends. Like all of that is horrible enough. When you add the public part, which I get it, they're public figures. So that's going to be a thing, but that makes it 50 times worse. When it's coming from one of their somebody they thought was one of their closest friends for a while, that makes it a thousand times worse. So like, you're just burning things. You're burning every fucking bridge and you're not building. No one's going to want to build new ones with you. You know, like there's going to, you're going to only be able to build them with people you don't want to build them with. And the people you want to build, no one's going to know they're, they're hammered and they're, <laughs> they dropped their hammers and they all went to get hammered instead because <laughs> they're sick of your shit. And I'm trying to help you make sure that you value people who value relationships and make sure that you value these relationships and don't, if Stu lost his mom, no matter what, even if he chose to go to BravoCon, not be there the first day or two, whatever his choice was, the fact that he just lost his mother within the past however many hours and you're already dragging him, that is so fucking awful to do to anybody. So add him to the list of public apologies. And I'm not joking. Like, Jeff, I still love you, but I don't know how long, if this keeps up, I'm done tapped out, coach. I'm not sticking around for this shit, all right? I love you though. Okay. Have I mentioned, have I mentioned, I love y'all. So Zach Noe, he does a, ew, Zach Noe. I like that. Zach Noe. And I guess Jeff 
might like that too. He might like everything about Zach Noe and his towers, all right? Because there's been some heavy flirting going on between them. What the fuck? Oh my God. Do you remember when Scott and Jeff were breaking up? Uh, Jeff kept on having Stu on his radio show and they kept on heavy petting, flirting, whatever. Um, and now, and now the cycle's continuing, but if it wasn't true before, like if they were just joking, Jeff and Zach about them flirting, whatever, um, it's definitely going to be true after Jeff heard Zach say, oh, I'll be giving blowjobs to the day I die, honey pie. Like <laughs> cross my heart and hope to die. I'm a blowjob kind of guy. Like what the, Jeff's dick perked up at that. His spray tan dick, <laughs> his spray tan chemical dick popped the fuck up at that. So I guess we have a new relationship blooming. It could be um, Jeff Noe Towers is our couple name. Zach Lewis. Zach Lewis has a nice, I hope that they get married and Zach takes his last name. Okay, so Jeff tells Jameson to order him something for Christmas and Jameson instantly fires back. I'm not your assistant, bitch. You fucking order that shit. And the whole world dropped. What the fuck? I was like, oh my God, Jameson must have been hanging out with Doug, which he was, which confirms my theory that they, I think the chumplets, the mob associates have not, they're not going to turn on Jeff. Like Jeff, that's his biggest fear. They're not going to turn on you. They will be your friends. I promise. But you're going to have to give up some of this intensity that you've been providing to like, yeah, no one wants to be next. No one knows when you're going to turn and they don't want to be next. They don't want to walk on eggshells with friends. And that's what you cause. The fact that you told Heather or Megan, she can't be friends with Heather. And you were like, I didn't say that. I said that she can be friends with Heather. I just don't fuck with people who fuck with people who don't fuck with me. If they don't fucking suck my dick every day, then I don't fuck with you. And look, I get the logic, but no, that's not, it's, that's called control. That's called telling people who you want to be friends with or who they can be. And the second you say that, if I was Megan, I would instantly be like I'd rather be friends with Heather just because she said she didn't tell me who I can be friends with like I don't want any friend to have control over me I decide what I decide and so I just think that they're all standing up for themselves a little and I, I'm proud of you guys I really am I am I want Megan back on air though please I want Heather I wish they all could make up I want Jeff to stop fucking saying that Jenny Poulos was a make-a-wish kid at BravoCon shut the fuck up Jeff shut the fuck up we all love Jenny Poulos more than you'll ever know okay more love more I'm not gonna go there all right Jeff you are the fucking make-a-wish kid of this fucking Bravo sphere. You're the fucking make-a-wish kid of this lifetime. So don't ever, don't ever, you're hanging on one thread. You, you're going to have to make a wish in a few more days if you keep up the pace that you're at. Because again, you're just literally, once you set everything on fire, if you look around and the world's burning, welcome to hell, Satan. Welcome to hell, Satan. You just created your own fucking hell, babe. So again, and sometimes, yes, I say babe and said a bitch. So you, I'm trying to be nice, but <laughs> I just needed to get through to you, Jeff, that what you're doing ain't okay. You need to publicly acknowledge some of this shit because it's as Heather, I all suggest you listen to Heather's Juicy Scoop podcast the past couple weeks because I think she sums it up really well. And I think we summed up enough of uh, Jeff Lewis for the week. So I truly love you all for listening so much. I I know that none of us are perfect. I will always have things to work on. Whip, 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 Work in progress, people. It's an acronym, okay? I whip my hair back and forth. Um, so, but don't whip your hair back and forth too hard or else your hoop earrings might fall off. And if you borrowed one from a friend, they might claim that it was $10,000 instead of really being $43. And you might suddenly find yourself in court with not just your ex, but also your ex-friends. So... I'm just wishing the best for everybody. Have the best fucking weekend. I love you all so fucking much. And that's it. Bye. Splash. 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 Splash.